everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode eight and I'm with my friend Ray and we are here to discuss all things traveling, especially black black girl traveling. Um, So make sure you come in and you join the conversation. So let's go ahead and start the discussion. All right. So Ray, I (laughs) I first want to start off by saying thank you for coming on. No, thank you. I've actually never did a podcast before, so I'm pretty excited. Yay! Well, that makes me excited because this is like a new venture for me, so I'm super, super proud of it. This is my baby. Um, and I'm just going to do a little introduction of you from the listeners, and then, of course, you know, you can always introduce yourself as well. So everyone that is listening, um, this is one of my closest friends from way, way back in the day. Way. <laughs> we got grays now. <laughs> okay, way back there. Um, <laughs> Ray is actually one of my inspirations when it comes to traveling. So I'm so glad you were able to have this conversation with me. Um, she has been featured on numerous travel vlogs, um, Black Girls Travel 2, Black Travel Feeds, um, the Black Travel Club. So I will definitely make sure I link those Instagram down um, on my Instagram page so you guys can check those out. And then also make sure you follow Ray as well because you're going to love her content. Um, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners before we jump in? Oh, sure. Hey, everybody. Again, I'm Ray, um, Tavia.Ray on Instagram. Um, yeah, like Ashley said, we go way back, way back when, you know, back to the the yellow school bus days. Girl. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The hot mess days, the tearing up Atlanta days, but we won't go into all of that. (laughs) Yeah. Those were fun days. Yes, they really were. They were. Oh, man. I First off, I do want to say I miss you tremendously. Oh, my gosh. I feel like it's been, it's been what, three years now? Yeah, it's been three years. It's, oh, my that's goodness. Crazy. That's a it, long time. It It is. It is, especially since we went from me coming from Spain to being home yeah. and then us literally going out damn near every weekend. Yeah, we did. Like, honestly. <laughs> every weekend. Got off of work. Where are we going? You got your outfit? All right, let's go. That's exactly what we did. And I loved it, though. I needed that. I, like You know, oh, my gosh, it was amazing. It was. Good, wholesome fun. Like, it was no crazy <laughs> ratchetness. It was yes. just, like, crazy Ray and Ashley fun. Yeah, because that's just who we are. It was right? literally, like, I don't know. It was fun. I needed that. We needed that. And, True. man, like, I remember those days. We need to have those days again. I need to come and visit. Yes, you do. I would come up there. Do you, I don't know. You guys got partying up there? Um, We have Wilmington. Um, which is we have like this front street and it's a really it's like a lot of bars so you can like bar hop and crawl um, okay. it's, it's on the water and then obviously we have Raleigh and um, Charlotte so I've been to Charlotte never been to Raleigh or Wilmington yeah Wilmington is pretty nice. nice yeah Wilmington's nice I I like it um, but I would prefer to go back to Atlanta because it's kind of boring here I'm not gonna lie oh, okay <laughs> I feel you on that then I do yeah so, alrighty. So let's go ahead and start the conversation of traveling, um, which a lot of people want to do, I feel like, but they get yeah. so, discour- so like discouraged. Um, so what made you decide you wanted to travel the world and be a solo traveler? 
Um, so the whole traveling bit came from my family being from the Bahamas. So growing up, I was always going back and forth Mm -hmm. to the Bahamas. And a lot of times my mom was just sending me on a boat with a relative to go meet with my dad and aunts and uncles and grandparents and everything. So both sides of my family is from there. It's just every time I was going there, it was just to see my dad since my mom moved over here to America. So it was like, I was no stranger to traveling. It was just, I was a stranger to, to everywhere else in the world, except for America and the Bahamas. So I just knew that I wanted to go somewhere else besides the, at this point, I was like, I'm I'm sick of going to the Bahamas because I'm not doing anything touristy. I'm just doing things that the locals will do. Mm -hmm. My dad's sending me to summer camp. I go home. I help my stepmom at the straw shop. It was, it just, it got boring. So I was like, you know, I want to see other countries and that's where it went because I was always traveling to the Bahamas by myself. I was no stranger to myself mm-hmm. and I preferred myself because it allowed me, well, it didn't allow me, it forced me to get to know people, whether I wanted to or not. Mm-hmm. So me traveling with other people, I noticed that I'm more, I'm more say uh, with, if I'm with those people, I'm just going to be with those people. I don't really have that much inclination to like talk to others as much, mm-hmm. but when I'm by myself, I'm like, you're not going to be by yourself in a hostel, hotel, or Airbnb. You're going to have to get out there and know the people and have these people show you their home. So that's what really got me into uh, solo traveling. Oh, man. I wish I could do that. Just, like, get up and go. I think I was one of those people that I was always discouraged about traveling. Why? Um, I don't know, because I felt like... I don't know. I think the younger me was more of, like, oh, it's not realistic. Um you know, it's, I don't know. I just, I always discourage my, like, talk to myself out of it. Um, and now mm-hmm. I'm at this point in my life, I'm like, no. Like, if I want to go somewhere, I'm just going to book it and do it. Like. That's good. That's it good. is what it, you, you know, got like, out of it. Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, my thought process was, like, you know, older people. I usually am one of those persons that, like, heed warnings. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of time people will be like, go see the world, go do this. You don't have any kids. You ain't married. Go, go, go this place, go that place. And I'm like, you know what? I have no kids. I'm not married. Let me go hit the streets then. You know, like, why yeah. not hit the streets of Bangkok, Thailand, Japan, you know, like, just, <laughs> that sounds like, well, let me go. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally agree. And I don't have any kids. I plan to have kids, but Right now, my husband and I, like, we're just, we just want to travel and make money. Like, I'm excited for you guys to have kids. Oh, thank you. You're going to be so cute. You think so? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Mr. Cupid is a hot looking man. (laughs) That man is fine. And you're cute yourself. So y'all going to have some really pretty babies. He's all right. He's all right. But me, on the (laughs) other hand. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I know, but you know what they say: two cute people can make some ugly kids now. So that's you know. <laughs> no, <you're> not- <laughs> I know. I can always count on Ray to keep it honest. You know. <laughs> Ooh, girl, I don't know about that one. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited, and when it happens, it happens. But I mean, with you know traveling, I do want to do some of that now, and then eventually, when we do have a family, um, mm-hmm. you know, travel with kids because. I do feel like a lot of people say, you know, your life changed when you have family. You can't do this. That's you can't true. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we really want to break that um, that thought process when, yeah. you know, when we have our own family. Like, no, we can take them to travel the world as well um, yeah. and be adventurous. So, yeah, I, I, I really, girl, I'm trying to just leave America and never come back. 
at this point yeah like you know, what, what does it have to offer me at this point <laughs> let, me just, like, let me grab my master's and whatever the hell i want to do and then let me take that to another country that i feel would be more than accepting of me exactly you get tired of fighting the dog on calls all the time I'm tired of peaceful protest is getting to me girl i'm trying to tell you i'm just like no at this point can we just do some damage like <laughs> okay <laughs> don't don't get me fired up this is not that kind of you know what? i know we'll, about traveling we'll have, yeah we'll have to come back to that um, <laughs> so okay so tell the audience what was your first place of traveling and how long did you visit and what is your fondest memory of this place so, okay, again, outside of the Bahamas, the first place would be Thailand. Mm. Um, I was there for a month. Um, Damn. And, yeah, girl, that was a very, it was exciting, mm-hmm. but a very stressful month. Um, and I think the fondest memory of this place about the country itself will be the temples. Mm-hmm. Um, but I traveled there my freshman year I think it was my soft either my freshman year or sophomore year of uh, summertime Mm -hmm. of college and I went there as a quote-unquote study abroad to study creative writing I guess just like write stories and all of that foolishness but it was more so a free trip I got I won this like couple thousands of dollars scholarship just to go there abroad and I was like I'm going yeah um and while I was there, I was with a whole bunch of English kids between the ages of, I'll say, uh, 8, 17 to 19. Maybe the oldest had to be 20, not even. And they were all on this thing called a gap year. And I guess their version of a gap year is when we graduate from high school, they take a year off before they go to college um, or as they say university. Yeah. Um, so these kids were there and they were but wild. like these kids were crazy i uh when i say uk kids on these gap years are not holy and wholesome these kids were wild and it just was like every single day somebody was going to the er every single day somebody was getting stitches every single day someone's throwing up or hopping out the back of a of a tuk-tuk was which is uh, one of thailand's like um cabs That'll mm-hmm. take you from point A to point B. But it was so amazing. That country has a stamp on me for the rest of my life. But yeah, Thailand would have to be the first place. And I was there for a month. Wow. I wouldn't mind being in Thailand for a month. Did you go to like the, um, did you do the tigers? I think, is it called like the tiger temple? Yeah. Or- um, I did. I think that we had the chance of going there no it was like the elephant temple so in thailand they have you know all these wild animals and cages and and all that sorts but Mm -hmm. we as a group collectively skipped on that because we knew that those animals weren't being treated right Mm -hmm. so instead of doing those we went to sanctuaries where you know you could bathe the animals feed the animals and all that stuff and they're more in a um a favorable environment and so we did that with the elephants oh i love elephants those are my spirit animals really yes you have good memory yes okay i don't Uh, elephants would laugh in my face (laughs) (laughs) they would laugh in my face um and i think the greatest thing about thailand is that we didn't just stay in one spot i think that's why it was so stressful for me because this is my first trip internationally Mm -hmm. outside of home where all i have 
is uh i think i I don't know did i have a suitcase i had one suitcase i was literally maybe the only one with a suitcase and they all had backpacks because they knew what was up girl we were literally at the top of of thailand to the bottom we went from you know roach infested hostels to having our own private beach at the end of this day like we were jungle trekking and sleeping in the jungle like we were all over the place that's fun though that's very it w- oh my gosh it was like amazing. that has to have been like really fun wow. and adventurous. it was it was how's the food thai food is literally one of my favorite foods yeah i would say it's gonna go in my top five as probably number five of all the countries that i've been um curry the rice pad thai Mm -hmm. i can eat pad thai for breakfast lunch and dinner as long as it's authentic pad thai which is their Mm -hmm. like you know their famous home dish but yes thai food amazing fresh fruits fresh drinks the whole nine amazing oh my gosh i can't that was on my that was definitely on my list was to go to thailand one day um but. Still go. I mean, after I guess COVID, you know, comes okay. Down. If we can get some type, of, I know, right? If we get some after type of COVID. normal, right? Um, <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that COVID. Yeah, right. I keep forgetting about it too. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I want to go here, and then they're just like, our borders aren't open to Americans, and I'd be like, oh yeah, COVID. Yeah, no, this COVID's just an excuse. They just don't want us in there. It's all right. They ain't got you know, and can you blame them? No, I can't. That's why I'm like, it's all right. I understand. You know, can't blame them. <laughs> so when traveling alone, what do you usually do to make yourself feel safe? I'm not going to find the one thing that I can say that I truly do is I pray. Um, I pray. And because I noticed at my age now of 26, the things that I was doing while traveling at the tender age of like 19 and 20, mm-hmm. I would not do that now. And I was like, it only could be like the grace of God that was watching over me mm-hmm. because I would try to say if I was in Thailand and yeah, we were a group, but if I wanted to get somewhere and I didn't feel like paying you know, American $2 to take a tuk-tuk, I'd stick my finger out or wave somebody down on a bicycle and ask them to take me to point B. Yeah. And they would, but you're literally hitchhiking in a country where you don't know no one, you don't speak the language, but it worked out, again, by the grace of God. So it was like, back then, all I was doing is praying and saying for now, but I have a lot more, um, I'd say a lot more wisdom and knowledge and understanding when I go abroad. I'm not as, you know, aloof about things you know so I just I, I take discernment with me I don't go out at night and in alleys or anything like that yeah um I now which with which I would say within the last year I take a little knife with me I uh, I put it in my check-in bag and then that's about it but before and now girl all I had to do was pray because I was on some silly mess <laughs> <laughs> seriously some silliness not silliness well that's I that was one of the things I think that a lot of people probably felt like was discouraging like well traveling like alone is like how um they would make especially if you're going to like a foreign place mm-hmm. um you know they would just make it seem like oh you know it's, it's not a safe place to go it's like, dangerous. Travel alone. Yeah, yeah it's very dangerous I feel like if I was blonde haired and blue eyed I guess you know but I'm a six foot tall black woman. That's true. You know, I don't, 
I'm not saying that they're not kidnapping black people. I'm just saying, like, I feel like they might think twice about sending me on the black market. I don't know. They might be like, I don't know how they feel about this kind of meat, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I hope I'm not offending anybody by saying that. I just, I don't, in my brain, I was thinking, like, I mean, what are they going to do with me? I mean, the same thing that they can do with any other person. I just feel like they were less inclined to want to take me. Yeah, true. Yeah. Which is probably still silly thinking, but. (laughs) (laughs) That thinking got you home, though. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It got you home. So it is what it is. (laughs) Right. It is what it is. Um, Okay. So when it comes. Now, this is my favorite part of taking a trip and traveling Mm -hmm. is planning and organizing. Did you like, how did you plan and organize? And did you stay at an Airbnb or hotel? Did you, what do you prefer a hotel at Airbnb? Um, Like, do you have like a certain type of flight company that you like? Because that can also be stressful when people are trying to travel is the planning and organizing. If they're not like me, who that's the best part. So what advice or tips have you done in the past about organizing and planning? So in the past, maybe my first three to four years of traveling, Mm -hmm. I would say I did not organize. A trip was booked. I thought of a place I would want to go. I'd look at things to do there. And I'm not even like remembering anything. I'm not writing anything down. I'm just like, okay, I want to go there. Book the trip. I'm going. Um, I'm always, always, always staying out of hostel because it's one, it's cheap. Number two, I get a chance to meet other people. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are so against hostels, and I get it for good reasons. I don't, I don't, I don't think for good reasons, but you know, people like their personal space. I have hella siblings. You see what my siblings are like. So <laughs> me being around a bunch of people is not something foreign to me. Mm-hmm. So it was always a hostel or an Airbnb, but rarely ever do I stay at a hotel. I have. But Mm -hmm. it's not my first preference. Um, I actually really, really do like Delta. Um, Sometimes I'll find really good Delta hits, but Delta is really expensive. And I'm a girl that flies on a budget. So (laughs) if I hit up Skyscanner or Hotels.com, whoever company they give me, I'm flying on a wing and a prayer. Hoping that I get to my destination safe and sound and back. I feel Um, you. You know, but I will say, like last year for my birthday... Um, I went to Budapest and I had that trip or that trip organized to the T. Mm-hmm. I had the time I'm arriving. I had the time that I'm going to eat, the time that I'm going to nap, the time that I'm going to go to this place and that place and this place and that. And it, it worked out amazing. Like I literally did everything on my itinerary mm-hmm. and then I was sitting there like, why didn't I do this before? Why you always got to be so spontaneity, you know, like <laughs> there's nothing wrong with organizing. And from that moment on, I'm just like, you know what? I absolutely want to organize trips when I do travel abroad because I don't want to miss out on anything mm-hmm. and come back and be like, great. I missed out on the whole temple that I could have, you know, versus just going there and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's me. I'm a complete organized freak. Like, and I, I try to like, you know, not always do everything according to plan, but if there's something, you know, that I really want to see or if I'm taking a road trip, which I'm starting to really like our road trips, um, just like going to different places, um, in the car, which I, I kind of not a fan of driving in the car, but it's been kind of cool now. You prefer um, to be the backseat sleeper? 
No, I see. I'm not a. I'm never the driver. I'm always the co-pilot. Gotcha. Um, but I'm a great co-passenger because I will stay up the entire time. I'll yeah, not games. that you say that. Every time we did go downtown, it was always me driving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you actually never did drive down there. You'd be like, I got some gas money. But yeah, never <laughs> ever the driver. It was always no. Me. And I think yeah, I had, I, I had the Malibu never... right. Yeah, you did the black car, the black Malibu. Was that a Malibu or a Nissan? No, that was the Malibu. It was like this dark gray, like cool tinted. Yeah, so that was the Malibu then. Okay. Yeah, I I'm never the driver, and that's only that's honestly because I have driving anxiety and Mm -hmm. diagnosing myself. But like, (laughs) I can tell like I drive really fast, and sometimes it's because I want to get there and I want to get out the car. Yeah, and like when I see people clutching onto their seatbelt and the doors, it gives me like (laughs) it gives me anxiety. So I'm just like, you know what? You can drive, and I'll pay for the gas. You know, that's whatever funny. you need, you know, so yeah. Bethany that's drives yeah. now. My little sister who is, I think about to be 20, 19 or 20. She drives now. And wow. I'm in the car, girl, exactly. Anytime I'm in the car with Bethany driving, literally I am clenching the seatbelt. And you know, you know how when you are the passenger and you would hope that they're going to press the brakes, but you're doing it fancy mm-hmm. with your foot. And yep. so I'm like stumping. I'm yeah so and that's that's me too and that's why I'm just like ah oh, yeah just, like look out the window and yeah, yeah this yeah. isn't bothering me I got you I got you <laughs> secretly praying in my head like please don't let us crash right <laughs> right I got a long life ahead of me <laughs> right <laughs> um okay so this one so what advice can you give about saving for a trip if you like do you do credit cards with or like this thing called you travel know, hacking travel what Hacking is called travel hacking. Have you ever heard of that? I think I have. No, no. I've heard like travel packing hacks. Oh. What's oh. travel hacking? Travel hacking. So it's like, okay, so there was just this couple on YouTube. They were talking about like how they travel and it's basically like free or whatever. So they'll get like a hotel card or maybe like an airline credit card. Um, and I think if you spend a certain amount of money on it, um, you get like free flights or a free hotel. Um, oh, yeah. So it's kind of like they're hacking the system. I'm not the best to explain it, but I just oh, didn't I, know, I, I know what you're about talking it. about. Um, it's not exactly free if you're still using your credit card to buy other things. Exactly. But I get what you. I get what you're saying. Um, I don't do that. Um, only because, I mean, I'll book a, a my trip and everything with my credit card obviously you know try to get those points and everything but um for the most part I will either do a second job just to save up I guess Mm -hmm. back in the past that's what I did or sometimes you know you just toss $50 to the side here and there um because my trips are so cheap sometimes it doesn't really hurt my pockets like Mm -hmm. the most I'm always you know coming out of pocket for the most is usually the flight Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm at that point where generally I don't like to visit the same country twice. Mm-hmm. It's just a preference of mine because I feel like if I go back to that same country, I'm taking away from another country that I could have visited. Yeah. But because I do such low budget traveling, I meet a lot of people from other different countries, especially at these hostels. 
So when I make friendly with these people from different hostels and stuff, I reach out to them if I'm, you know, trying to go to their country. And then I'm like, hey, I'm going to your country. And then nine times out of 10, they're like, hey, please stay with me. I would love to host you. Mm -hmm. And that has happened, especially when I went to, uh, I think I went to the UK for like weeks. Mm -hmm. I met a girl in Thailand that I was, um, she was a part of the group and she was, she literally became one of my closest friends still to this day. Mm -hmm. And she came, she came to Atlanta. Uh, she stayed with me when I went to the UK, I stayed with her. So a lot of times the most expensive thing for me is always just the flight the flight itself okay. it's just the flight usually staying is like dirt cheap because hostels only charge like 15 dollars a night or 10 dollars a night mm-hmm. and the beds and sheets are clean they give you towels sometimes or my lodging is free because i'm staying with someone that i've met in a different country and then usually they cook food or if they want to take me to a specific restaurant then that's when i'm paying to eat or sometimes they're always willing to pay mm-hmm. but usually i'm just staying with someone that i've met in another country Okay, that's pretty cool. And then for people who don't know what a hostel is, do you mind explaining that? Yeah, so a hostel is, think of a dorm room, bunk beds, and people staying all over the world, staying in this one, you know, building or whatever. Um, And usually the prices are like from a dollar to, because I've stayed in a hostel for a dollar, and it was not horrible. I, it was not. It was absolutely not horrible. Um, that's when I was doing this long trek through the woods and streets of, uh, it's called Camino de Santiago in mm-hmm. Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, a hostel is just kind of like communion living. Um, they have a kitchen there. They have like living rooms. They have open spaces. The The point of a hostel isn't for you just to lay your head. The point of it is for you to mix and mingle with people you absolutely do not know. Get to know them. Get to know the country that you're in get to know locals because a lot of times locals come to hostels and that's how I get to know a country is because locals want to come to the hostel and see like you know who's here where are you from Mm -hmm. a lot of times they always want to talk they always want to speak English and that's their chance to try and you know uh, speak English is when they get to the hostel and they start talking to people that are English speaking so that's what a hostel is um it's usually always bunk bed style um, a lot of people think that your clothes and your shoes and all of that stuff is out in the open for stealing or grabs. Um, a lot of hostels come with lockers that you can put your bags in. And I'm not talking like little lockers. I'm talking like really, like I could fit in the locker and you could lock yeah. me in it type. Um, but I also have a suitcase where anybody actually, you know how you have those little tabs on your suitcase and it got the little circle hole in it. Yeah, You could just stick a little, um, what do you call it? A lock through that and your things are locked. And that's what I do. But there are times where I've been like, damn it, I forgot to put the lock on it. And I check my things and every single thing is there. I've never been in a situation, thank God, where somebody has stole yeah. from me staying at a hostel. Like I've never had anything stolen from me at a hostel. That's good because I know I've, so I've definitely looked at those and I was like, oh, this is kind of like, you know, a dorm, like sharing a room with someone, Um, but I've never done it. And so I think a lot of people should look into that if they're traveling, especially if you're traveling alone and, you know, you're trying to stay on a budget. I definitely, yeah, it's it's the best thing to do for me Mm -hmm. while traveling alone, because if I'm in a hotel or an Airbnb, the only time I'm going to meet, I feel like locals is if I'm going to the bar or something and I'm not always wanting to go to a bar or something. Yeah. I, I just want to wake up 
go to the kitchen and sometimes breakfast is included. They'll have like eggs or whatever that country is known for Mm -hmm. having breakfast. They'll have it out for you for free. And you mix and mingle and and then you get to know people and be like, hey, so what are you, you know, who are you? Where are you from? Okay, what's your plan for this? Something. Hey, I'm, you know, thinking about going to this temple or going to this beach. You should definitely join. You damn right I'm about to join. Let's all go. (laughs) And then that leads to one adventure to another adventure and begin to know all these people. It's just, I just love people. I'm a people person. You are. Hostels. Yeah, exactly. And hostels just allow me to live my friendly lifestyle <laughs> yeah you are very friendly girl I not me while i don't talk to anyone <laughs> you don't you just you, you more so like can we trust this one and I'll be like, yeah cool people, cool people. <laughs> she's friendly <laughs> yes that is so true yeah i don't know but i consider myself a social butterfly once i get to know you that's true that is true <laughs> as well so okay so traveling traveling now with COVID, would you travel I, so I just went to Vegas in July, um, mm-hmm. and that was amazing. That was a really, really good trip. I enjoyed myself. It was it was hot as hell, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, that was during COVID. You got to wear a mask. Um, so would I travel? Absolutely. Um, I, I would. I think I just would be cautious about where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Like, for right now, I'm not going to Southeast Asia or Asia or east asia for right now um until you know they get their borders and everything together and you know see how they're handling covid but mm-hmm. would i go to europe or i don't even know if i'm gonna go to europe hold on uh- um <laughs> well maybe for right now I'll probably stick with like islands or something i don't know but as far as going out the country i'm not sure where i could go right now but mm-hmm. i i don't mind traveling during covid i hate to say it I'm I'm like you. I'm sitting here like, oh, I, I like we're sitting. Um, Shan and I, you know, we're trying to figure out where do we want to go next because he just got back from deployment and he got to travel to a few places. Um, so it's more of just like where do we feel comfortable about going? Who yeah, their borders open so we can even go. Um, right, <laughs> and just That's being the cautious thing. overall. So yeah, yeah. So alrighty, well, okay. So the last two questions that I have for you. Okay. Well. If we didn't have COVID, no, let's not do that. Once COVID is lifted and it's all back to a little bit to some type of normal, where's the next place you would like to travel? And then name all the places that you have been. Oh, we're going to be here forever for me trying to remember all the places I've been. Okay, your um, top three then. Okay, top. I'll do top three favorite. Okay, okay, so my next place of travel, I don't know because, again, these borders and stuff. And I don't, I guess I might just... I call it backdoor traveling, which makes no sense, but like you're going out your back door and you're still somewhere. So mm-hmm. pretty much domestic traveling. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of been looking at Arizona, um, Cali and Chicago, not Chicago, Detroit, but not like, well, Michigan, but not Detroit. There's like this riverfront river area in Michigan I've been looking at, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I'm trying to make my way to Russia somehow, but they might. Mm. look at me like no ma'am you absolutely cannot come <laughs> but we'll see <laughs> you got to go through a whole bunch of clearance and stuff to get there from what I hear um so I'm not sure my next place of travel everybody's going to Mexico and I've already been there and I just don't want to go back again and yeah. I know you can go to several different parts of the country and it might be stupid to have that rule but 
just I would rather like to check off another country versus the same country with a different city. Yeah. So I, if I go to Mexico, it's because I was really my arm. I was twisting my own arm to go there. Mm. Um, but of all the places that I've been, and my top three favorite. Mm-hmm. It's not like I've been a whole bunch of places. It's just I'm going to sit here and have to count on my fingers. And then once you get past 10, you start to lose count. Girl, that's um, a whole if, bunch of places. If, no, no, no. <laughs> but if you, you know how when you get and then you're still thinking, you'd be like, did I name this place? Oh, did I yeah, place? true. You know, it, it gets to that. And I don't want that to happen. Wasting time on the podcast trying to remember what I've named. <laughs> um, so top three would be number one, Spain. I was there for like nine to 10 months backpacking. Um, I've met amazing. I have two girlfriends that are truly amazing to my life. And we still connect um, often than not. Like every day, we're always talk, uh, talking to each other through WhatsApp and our group mm-hmm. chat. Um, so Spain, the second would be second country, Thailand. Mm-hmm. That was really amazing. And then the third, honestly, China. Really? Yeah, I'm going to have to say China. China was, can I, <laughs> I hope I don't get like sued or anything for saying this, but I remember when I was on the Great Wall mm-hmm. and when you're black in, <clears throat> when you're black in, in Asia, they're going to take pictures of you regardless. Um, a lot of times, some people have never even seen a black person. Mm-hmm. They they and I don't just wear my regular hair out I'm always wearing braids I always travel with box braids because <laughs> it's so easy. yeah so they're like wanting to touch your hair wanting to see what the hell is going on like who are you what planet are you from and two instances happened in China that just had me like wow so China was no so China was my second Asian country but it was the one Asian country um that that really showed me like okay people don't, some people don't even have television they really are not aware of what's happening in 2000 whatever it was when i went so i was in china i was at the great wall and this little girl was like crying her eyes out and staring at me having a total fit she looked like she had to have been like nine or ten no mm-hmm. lie and i had i had spoken to a man who knew English and he was also Chinese and so the mom was like trying to get the girl and the mom and her the little girl were trying to stand next to me and take a picture but the little girl was freaked out like she was like I don't know what's happening you can't you don't do this to me mom and I'm like sir what's happening and the mom said something to him and he goes her daughter has never seen a black person before oh dang girl I was just like what excuse me you ain't never seen one of me before i just was like and 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 while she's hollering there are so many people surrounding me you know asians go to the great wall of china so there's so many asian people take i don't because i don't know exactly where they could have been from but they're all taking pictures of me they're just like wow 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 you know and so here i go like yes i am tyra banks i am tyra Uh. banks i am tyra banks do you know tyra banks i'm tyra banks i am Tyra. and i'm and then i had another person that i asked me and they were just like could you please stop and i'm just like you can take my picture take my picture i'm tyra i'm tyra get to know me i model yes tall that's me and probably didn't even understand but it was that was amazing so yes it would be top three spain thailand and china wow well tyra 
Right. Thank you. Smize. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe, you know, but that's not surprising. That's, that's it's honestly me. not surprising. You know, it's, it's, me. it's, it's, it's... <laughs> so me. Girl, I would egg you on. Like, yes, girl. Yeah. Right. Right. Get your pictures. I'd be like trying to make some money. <laughs> Ten dollars. Explo- then there you go, exploiting me. <laughs> yep. Yep. I sure would. I'd be like, Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. Also, China has some really good food. Really? Oh my gosh. Authentic Chinese food is next level. I don't care if I was eating rat, duck, Don't bat, I'm possum. I don't care. But the way they cooked that sucker up, it was good. Stop. And it. I ate it. Stop. Honestly, it's me, Ashley. And you know, one thing I love to do is eat. I know. I know. I do not discriminate against food. I don't. I do. <laughs> I do, because I'm scared sometimes. <laughs> that is so funny. I don't discriminate. And I, I think that's my leading, my leading or, or my big motivator for traveling, you know, meeting other people, but food, other cultures, food is just phenomenal. Seriously. I can't see it. I, and I love food. And I feel like that's going to be like my biggest thing when it comes to traveling is like the food and like the drinks. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Just because I like food. Um, but I am picky with food. Oh, my yeah. Lord. I'm a little picky with it. But I do, in fact, love food. Like, that's my biggest thing. That's why I can't wait about it. Like, just, oh, what's this? And put some of that on there. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little bit of right. that. Right. And a whole, and a whole bunch of this. But I will say, okay, so if you're going somewhere where you know you've never even had a, the food remotely the same, mm-hmm. um, like back home. So when I first went to Thailand, I went with, um, what you call that thing? Pepto-Bismol. Mm-hmm. I went with Pepto-Bismol and some pain relievers. So after every single meal for like the first week, I had drunk the Pepto-Bismol as a just in case. Mm-hmm. And then after a while I stopped. And I think I did the same with uh, China and the same with some other countries. I'd have Pepto as like maybe a precursor to, you know, stop before, you know, I start feeling sick or anything. Yeah. And the only country I do that beforehand was I think Costa Rica. And then I did have like stomach issues, but then I took a Pepto and I was fine. So that's everyone listening. If you are traveling and you want to eat food, bring some Pepto. And probably, would you Pepto. say Tums too? Or those like the Tums? Yeah, I guess if you suffer from heartburn, Tums is heartburn, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, so if you suffer from heartburn, bring I'd bring Tums as well. Yeah. Bring all your all your meds that you would have here. Yeah, bring all of them. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget your happy pants. Yeah. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh my Lord. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> girl, don't get us started. Okay. <laughs> well, I really wanted to say thank you for coming on, and I hope you didn't mind talk to me taking up some of your time. Oh, not, not at all. On not at Sunday all. afternoon, um, to talk about traveling. So, everyone that is listening, um, once this episode is out, you guys, I will have all the information about Ray. I will have her linked in the Instagram, so you guys can follow her. Um. And thank you again. Thank you so much. No problem. I want to say congratulations and job well done. I'm like really proud of you. You got your whole podcast. You're married, got your home and everything. You are doing it.
Thank you. Good for you. Thank you for having me. Of course. I appreciate it. It was, it was time well spent. Thank you. Of course, girl. And I hope you decide to come back. Maybe we can talk about something else, you know, because um, I feel sure. like we have a great conversations. So we do. I would, I would we love do. to have you on again. And oh, thank you again. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All righty. Well, I will talk to you later and tell everyone I said hello. I will, I will. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys, that is the end of this episode with Ray. I had an amazing time recording with her. She's one of my closest friends. Um, I wish you guys could hear, like, the behind the scenes or the, I guess, like, the bloopers um, of recording because it was awesome. Um, if you guys want any more information um, about, follow, you know, about traveling, um, especially solo traveling, definitely follow her. I will have her information and my Instagram. Um, she is worth following. She's an amazing person. She's definitely a people person. So I'm sure she would love, love to answer any questions that you guys have. Um, next week I have an amazing guest. I cannot wait to share with you guys. I'm so excited about the journey of this podcast. Um, so if you want to be next, on the podcast, send me a DM, send me an email. We can talk about literally anything. Um, I'm kind of switching it up. So if you want to talk about relationship, friends, um, money, school, like whatever you guys want to talk about, it could be even pop culture. Um, let me know and let's chat. You know, it's all about continuing the conversation that we need to have. As long as it's, it has some type of meaning, um, I would love to chat with you guys about it. So I will be back next week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, make sure you are following me on Instagram and I will chat with you guys later. Bye.